um, episode. Oh, first off, we got a new look today uh, for episode four of Horseman Academy. Um, before y'all saw us all lounging so comfortable in chairs, I just was like, I don't even know if that's really business appropriate. So today I switched it up when I got my brother with me. Um, episode four, we launching it off with what's happening with the arts industry and the marketing industry here in the city we got my guy bird creative marketing how we doing brother i'm doing well man thank you for having me nah so introduce yourself to the people give them all your handles and all that stuff before we get started and we're gonna run down people already know what's going on with the academy okay cool cool uh, i'm tajay bird i am a brand strategist here in houston texas i am the founder of bird creative marketing and also the co-founder of the all access art show one of the biggest platforms in houston texas for emerging creatives i help them sell showcase network all in one dope atmosphere man and it's just really cool actually yeah yeah man so we we met probably like two years ago at this point facts, gosh facts, time facts. flies it does man time does. flies so um and i've been watching bird move actually we've tried to collaborate on a few things mm -hmm. so um in full disclosure we are working on some stuff behind the scenes it's coming you know i it's think coming. i think we gotta let people know that because sometimes people are like oh where do you find these people well yeah, you know yeah. it's about networking yes and getting to know people and working together shout out to frank mill actually who connected us because frank, frank was actually who connected us yeah so um you know, Horseman Academy is our opportunity for us to share with people. And we know that you've got two passions. Yes. First would be marketing. Second would be the art industry. So I want to yes. start with marketing. Okay. All right. What is marketing? Uh, <laughs> to me, marketing is basically, man, it's it's creating a story. It's telling a story. Um, when I think of marketing, I always think of the four P's. I call the four. Everybody has their own saying or how they spin it. Um, but to me, the four P's are your product, uh, pricing your product. The promotion of the product and um, price, promotion, product and platform. How are you selling it? So okay. everybody's P's are different. Um, but I just I do my thing. You know what I'm saying? OK, see, so I'm I'm terrible at marketing. Yeah, I, I know I am like um, I'm a process person. Yes. But I rarely know how to tell, which was great because you said um, you're telling a story. Yes. What do you what do you mean by that? Like, so, for example, we're doing a podcast right now. OK, what should be the story behind this podcast? The story behind this podcast is, man, how, you're using your platform. What are you doing with your platform? The people you're reaching. How are you reaching? Um, how are you monetizing that platform? All that goes okay. into marketing. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about the product. The product is the podcast. OK, OK. We're talking about the promotion. You're putting it out on YouTube. You're monetizing on YouTube. So you're bringing in stuff. Uh, how are you pricing your stuff? Okay. Uh, placement. Where's this stuff seen? Uh, it, it gets deep, but y'all are doing everything y'all need to do, man. Man, we don't I, feel like it, though. See, so that's the thing. So, uh, again, as I say, we are working on some stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> but yeah. but it always feels like, to me, marketing is the most difficult and ambiguous part of starting a business. But yes. that's for me. Okay. Because I think may maybe I'm just not creative in the way to think about. So, with people who work with you and your creative agency, what's one of the first things that you do with them? Uh, for the people who work with me with agency, um, I basically I try to find their their avatar, their ideal client. Who are you trying to reach? What does this person look like? How old are they? How much income do they bring in? Um, so once you have that avatar, then you can actually come up with a plan and formulate how you're going to attack this customer. And when I say attack, I don't necessarily mean attack, but how are you going to approach this customer for the best results for the most part? Um, so it, it d depends on what you're doing and who you're trying to go after. And you also have to have your niche. Um, I wouldn't say that you just 
throw yourself out there and try to tackle everything. You can do your thing in one to two industries, but you don't have to tackle them all just because there's plenty of people out here. There's plenty of marketers and there's plenty of businesses for the most part. Um, so find something that works for you. Find your sweet spot and then just build on that. See, and like niching it down is interesting yeah. because people feel like. Um, you have to do everything and be everything for all people. You, you would say differently. I definitely say differently, man. Um, I tried to do that at first, but I just felt that I was spreading myself too thin. I'm only one person. Man. True, true. Um, true, and true. with that, I try to use all my tools and I try to make everything run automatically, but there's only so much I can do. So when I scale down and I niche and find my client, well, my perfect client, my avatar, if you will, um, that gives me more time to focus in and drill about what I know. I can be in a whole bunch of different industries trying to market. Um, there's marketing for selling cars. There but I don't yeah, know yeah. too much about that. That's different software. Yeah. Um, that's a different strategy. And these people live, this is their day to day. It's a, it's a different world. Um, but like I said, I'm in the arts world. So art and entertainment is where I found my niche. And I think I do a pretty good job at it. You working with marketing people. Yeah. First step would be finding that avatar. Yes. Let's say you found the avatar. Okay. What? What's the approach process after that? Um, so then we go into the consultation um, a little deeper. So when I usually consult with clients, I'll talk about what are your goals? What are you trying to get out of this? How much are you already earning? What are you trying to earn? Um, ah, that's, so, that's, that's so, interesting that yeah. you're, you get into that with them as yeah. well. Okay. So okay. we have to have that roadmap, man. If we don't have a roadmap, we don't know where we're going. And that's just with life, period, right? So yeah. we create that roadmap, how we're going to get there. And then I run you through a series of processes um, of how to obtain that goal. So there's different ways to do it, of course. Um, but you really just got to find what's, what's good for you. Um, there's just a lot. It's a is, lot. is social media required for anybody starting a business today? Um, in today's world, I would say yes, because it's simple. Why, why are you not on social media? Why don't you have a Instagram page? Why don't you have a Facebook page? You know what I'm saying? It's simple. Yeah, we, we don't even have a Facebook page, hey, man. man. Like but, so, someone got on us the other day. Hey man, but yeah. we're going to change that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. this is simple stuff that's at your fingertips. And right now, um, it's got a little, at first pricing was great. You know what I'm saying? But now, um, since everybody's on social media after the pandemic, it kind of, Marketing on social media had went up a lot. Well, inflation everywhere. Inflation, yeah, inflation everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but if you were one of the early pioneers at that time, um, you were able to do amazing things. You were able to scale your business online in amazing, amazing ways. Um, so I do think that everybody should be on social media because it's at your fingertips. You control the narrative. Um, half the stuff you see online is fabricated in the <laughs> in the first place. So it's like, man, why not join the industry? Why not tell your story? Yeah, 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 yeah. So speaking of amazing things, yeah, I know Bird Creative Marketing is doing amazing things, but yeah. also All Access Art yes. is doing amazing things. Can you now your first funnel that people can introduce themselves to you will be on the marketing side? Yes, and I encourage anybody if you want um, actionable things that you can take this is a brother you should work with. Like I, I can you, promise bro. you that. Thank you. Man. On, on the second piece though, the art world, which y'all know I, I don't dress well. <laughs> <laughs> I, you see how swaggy he is. Put the, man. put the camera on here while I'm talking. Right. You, man, see, you nah, see this swag. If, if I wore this right now, y'all would clown. Y'all, yeah. you know, so we know he already got an eye for art Yeah. in the art world. Tell us about all that six art. So All Access Art Show has been around since 2016 here in the great city of Houston, Texas. Um, we are a traveling show, so we do go to other places as well. We've been to Dallas. We've been to Austin. I'm trying to work on New Orleans as well. 
Uh, but we are a platform for emerging creatives. Anybody who wants to sell, showcase, network, do all that in one really cool setting, man. When most people think about art shows, they think about the wine, the cheese, the snobby hobnob type stuff. Um, we're not necessarily that. Our hashtag is art done different. We do everything differently. So imagine a club setting um, in your, your most dopest clubs in Miami or L.A., somewhere like that. That type of setting with uh, the band, the music, emerging artists, vendors selling their artwork, telling their stories. Um, it's, it's just a crazy place to be, man. Um, it's the right place to be if you are in the art and entertainment industry or if you just love art and entertainment, period. So what made y'all get started with putting on those type of events? Like that, that takes a lot of insight. Like Houston is a very creative city. True. But getting the creatives all together True. can be challenging. It is. So, so what made you all start that? Um, so I had my partner Malik who was working uh, at this spot called the Hez Club back in the day. It is now called the Ballroom at Tanglewood. They just opened up again. Um, but he was doing the events there. He had hit me because he knew I was into the arts and he knew that this is something that I was diving into. Um, so after we had the initial conversation, he was like, man, we want to do something. What do we want to do? Let's throw an art show here. Okay. It was an upscale, lavish building. Um, it was just like, if you could think of a million dollar art show, this is what it looks like right here okay. in our hands. What are we going to do with it? Um, so with very little help, uh, we established a whole marketing scheme. We we did a lot of guerrilla marketing. So we printed the flyers and everything like everything that you see visually is done by me. Okay. Know? Okay. So like the, the, the website, the marketing, the flyers, the advertisements on social media. This is stuff that I've done until I'm able to hire a team and yeah, get extra outsource help. it at some point. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah, yeah, of course. And then that's my ultimate goal to outsource a lot of this stuff of so I can focus on the bigger picture. But with that, we did everything ourselves and we come, came up with a game plan. Um, I brought in one of my, my, my closest friends, Jay Ken, who is an amazing MC and comedian uh, here in Houston. He was originated from Houston, Texas, but he's been all around uh, doing his shows. We brought him in as the MC and we all came together just to create something that was bigger than us. Uh, we didn't know how we were going to do it, but we got on Facebook yeah. and we started inviting people. We started spreading the flyers. Uh, we did all kinds of promotions and like, uh, uh, what's that magazine? The Defender. The Defender. The okay, yeah, Defender. I remember the Defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we ran our ads in there. Okay. Um, so we were just everywhere. I went to all the art shows. I was networking. I was talking to people, getting business cards. As soon as I got a business card, I go back home that same night, hit them up on email. Hey, this is what we have coming up. Would yeah. you like to be involved? Of course, naturally, once you do your due diligence yeah. and you go out there and do the work, good things result. No doubt. Um, so people started hitting back. We had a vendor a vendor fee that we charged. Uh, we was able to raise enough capital to continue to do this. And this has been the same process that we've done for the last six years. And the show just keeps getting bigger and better. So as advertising important to your success because one of the things that i've seen people are reluctant to advertise their products spend that money on marketing yes. is that it let, let's level set this now okay can you do it without any advertising you can do it without any advertisement i would just say it's a lot harder it's okay. more organic it's natural yes but the advertising why wouldn't you want your stuff being showcased in front of thousands of people correct. millions of people correct um and uh, sometimes i hear people saying that um they run ads everywhere else but facebook because facebook is not their their target demographic or, or whatever it is old people are on facebook 
no matter what you say, there's still millions of people on Facebook and somebody's going to find your your product or your event interesting. So you might as well tap in with these people. I like to say marketing is probably like 70% of a, a business structure. Okay. Okay. So um, back to marketing, you, you put your money up and reinvest so you can seek bigger results later down the line. So that, that 30%, should go back into your business but marketing is everything so you always need to reinvest back into your business yeah so if you're looking at you know a business structure yeah one thing we talk about on this is obviously you're going to have a person who's somewhat of your executive they're, they're going to help make the decision for sure you might have an accountant that's going to make sure that they're protecting the money yeah you might have a legal group that's making sure that you're not breaking any laws and you're, you're staying within the parameter right. but you're saying that marketing needs to play a big role in that also all those are very key for different reasons. Yeah. Of course, you need the lawyer for your IP, your intellectual property, your trademark and yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to have a million dollar idea and somebody just takes it right under. You can be sick. You'll be real sick. Uh, so that's very important. You got to know your numbers. So the accounting um, has to be on point. You have to know how much you're spending. There is a, a such thing as a budget. Correct. A lot of people don't believe in that, <laughs> yeah, but right, you really right. got to budget yourself or you're going to find yourself broke. For and without, everything, too. Yeah, for everything. For everything. Yeah. I'm, still trying to, I'm still trying to get better on that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Overspend a lot. Um, but marketing, I would say marketing is key just because that is telling your story. Why wouldn't you want to tell your story in the best way possible? Okay, so there's there's different ways to market and advertise your business. But once you find what works for you, stay there, grind it out, you're going to seek results. So have you all found what works for the all-access art events? Yes, as far, okay. as, as, far as marketing goes, yes. Um now, what about the actual events? Are they are they to the caliber you want yet, or is there more growth and potential behind it moving forward? Oh, there's always room to scale. That's okay. my biggest thing. We always want to scale our business. I thank God for where we are today uh, because we've we've accomplished some amazing things. We even got our own day in the city of Houston. Congrats! Yeah, straight yeah, up. So Congrats. it's like we've had to do something right to get to that point, but we also want to scale. Um, Forward and forever, uh, going to different cities, bigger venues, uh, potentially doing uh, events and stuff at places like Art Basel yeah, um, in Miami yeah, or Miami, Switzerland yeah. or being a part of these different tech conferences. Or we want to introduce art in, in a different aspect, especially with like stuff like NFTs coming exactly. out. There's different ways for us to find synergy. Yeah. In these tech spaces or these incubator spaces. Yeah. Um, so I just I think the options are endless, man. And I just want to grow with this. So we we talk about just in general scaling and, yeah. and growing the business. Um, do you feel like you have to get out of the operations for the business to scale? You should always have your foot in in the door, you know what I'm saying, in the game. Um, but you don't have to necessarily always get out. I'm the type of person who loves to know every aspect of my business. But okay, so I'm a ch so you know this saying? is where it gets good. But, this is where Academy's good. But I do believe you do need to delegate some of those responsibilities okay. to okay. other people. I forgot I was watching David Shans yeah. on uh, I, I watched Shans on yeah. matter of fact, some of this came from how Shans does his interviews. Yeah. yeah. And I and I, I was listening to him speak and the stuff he had to say, he's like, You don't ever want to find yourself doing minimum wage activities okay you know what i'm saying okay. I, and i thought about it and i was like you're right there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that i do that it's small in, in a sense but i can delegate this stuff to other people yeah to free up my time so i can go chase the bigger bag yeah. so i can go find the sponsorships and stuff like that um but speaking of sponsorship that's kind of like i'm so busy on the marketing side of things and the logistics that 
I forget about certain things like the sponsorships and the grants. Bro, you sound like me. Man, yeah. they, you know, there's, there's <laughs> right, people yeah. out here whose sole job is to be grant writers. That's it. To go find the money and bring it back. That is it. Man, I got some amazing friends that do amazing things. Here in Houston, one of my homies, Ru Rob, shout out Ru Rob with Project Row Houses. Um, and he works with a lot of different entities, but his main job is to come up with these grants Go get the money, bring it back home. Straight up. And then break bread with everybody. Yeah, that's you know how it works, So it's like, yeah. uh, these are people that I definitely need to delegate and uh, give them all the credit, give them everything so they can, and they're good at it. You know what I'm saying? Give Get everything that they do so they can bring it back home and then everybody eats. Yeah, so they're, so they're better than you at it already. Yes, yes. And like, I, so to your Shan's point, I, I, uh, I heard a similar thing where a guy was like, I'm never cutting my grass. Like that was how he started the comment. Yeah. And he said, I've never cut my grass because that hour that I cut my grass, I could have closed a deal that was worth $60,000. That's facts. So, so why would I take that time to cut yeah, my grass true. when everything that I could be doing could be building me up towards something else? Now, I'm not saying I'm above cutting my grass, uh-huh. but I'm not cutting my grass. I understand like, I'm that, not man. I'm doing that. So. And, and even if you don't agree with that 100%, you still got to look at the fundamentals of what he said. He exactly. Like, man... I could be doing something else that's going to seek results. The, uh, immediate, you know yeah. immediate, immediate results. results. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, um, so everybody goes to the gym. Everybody works out. Everybody works out differently. Now, say you hire a trainer who knows exactly what needs to be worked out so you can reach your maximum results. It's a lot easier to work with the trainer opposed to being in the gym, wasting time. Straight up. Not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if these people are good at it, pay these people for what they're good at. So to that point, do you have a mentor or a coach yeah. who supports you in your art journey or your marketing journey? Um, marketing, yes, in, in a sense, yes. I found one of my good friends, man. I actually met him. I forgot how I met him. Um, it was just in passing, working with different deals. But he is an OG when it comes to like broadcast radio marketing. Um, he's been doing this for over 40 years. He's traveled the world um, teaching radio stations and stuff like that how to market their their stations. Okay, and think different things to do like that. Uh, so he is one of my marketing mentors, um, and he does an amazing job. So I learned some some stuff from him, and I kind of like piggyback off um, some things that he's done. In the art world, I haven't found that one person yet. Um, I thought I found a person. And I mean, I respect everybody, but the person was just was a sucker. You know, like the dude, he was just, you know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. I don't it have to sugarcoat. The dude yeah. was a sucker. And I, he wasn't who I thought he was. And and I, everything I do, man, is off GP. It's genuine. It's good love. You know what I'm saying? And when I felt that he was just like, not that, and it wasn't reciprocated, I just kind of parted ways. No disrespect, but I just parted ways. And I've been doing my thing ever since. Um... A lot of times I do wish I had a mentor to help me reach that next level. And I'll find one when the timing is right. Of course. It's just I have to indulge in my industry a lot more. Go places I've never been before and uh, have these conversations. Because, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that do a lot of amazing things. And you would never know unless you had that conversation with them. Man, and and that's kind of how me and you talk. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. in one conversation was like, you doing this? You don't, man, like. When how long have you been doing this? And that's kind of kind of how it happens. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to take some of those conversations that I may have in private yes. and put them on public. Yeah. You know, you won't get they can't get all the details. They can't. But but enough to know you probably need to talk to him about hey, what's man. going on. So my job is to sell the sizzle, not the steak. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> hey, I, I can give you a part, like even when we're talking about funnels and marketing and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. um, lead magnets. Exactly. And yeah. these are conversations that we have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're together. Yeah. But um, if you know what I'm talking about in the marketing world, it's like you have a lead magnet, you have something that you give away for free 
in return to bring in more people or to build your database. Yeah, that gated content matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People don't think about that. Gated content it matters. Does. So you can have yeah. like three main things that you really are passionate about, that you really know about and you want to share with the world. Give one of those away for free. It may not be nothing to you, but it could be everything to somebody else. And then we're going to monetize on the other two. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to have that 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 reel, that you hook. Do. You know what I'm saying? So you do that. That's why Instagram calls them reels. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why they call them reels. Yeah. All right. So what's going on? You've got events coming up, uh-huh. um, collaborations that you're working on. What's something you could promote today? Um, this will go out. Today's the 16th. This will go out this week. Okay. So what's coming up over the next couple of weeks, maybe month or so okay. that people can tap into? Okay, cool. It's, it's how ironic. Today's the 16th. So exactly 30 days from now, September 16th is all access day in the city of Houston. We have one of the biggest events coming up, man. It's about to be bananas. Okay. So uh, for this each year, we theme it out different. Last year, we celebrated uh, five years of being um, a platform in the city. This is year six. And I think we did like a Vegas casino theme for that one. This one, um, we're going to Studio 54. So oh, that's what's up. if you don't okay. know what Studio yeah. 54 was, man, it was amazing time back in New York in the 70s, 70s er, yeah. early 80s, yeah. uh, where all your icons and all your celebrities went to go party. Um, speaking from an art aspect, people like Andy Warhol, Basquiat, Keith Haring, this was all their hangout. Um, so this is where these people would go um, to, to live it up. And it was very, very, I want to say, kind of like private in a sense. Not everybody could get in. Okay. Their VIP was like, they were known for that VIP was something different. So the dude, uh, Steve LaBelle, who owned um, Studio 54, he would go outside, he would handpick people, people to get in. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not doing that per se, but yeah, it's like that whole I, I, I'm going to be out there handpicking. <laughs> Yeah. So it's that whole concept of luxury. Yeah, straight up. Um, so we're doing it at the biggest ballroom here in Houston, Texas called the Ballroom at Bayou Place. Yep. Place holds about 1,800 people. I didn't man. know that many people could get in there. Man, so if, if we could fill that place up, yeah. then I'd be over the top. But yeah, we're going to yeah, get yeah. as many as we can. And we're going to turn this place into uh, a real life disco. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. we're going to have the disco balls. We're going to have the LED dance floor. So what should I wear then to make sure that oh, I'm man, fitting something in? Groovy, you know, brother, like something, do I need an afro too? Man, like you, I can figure could, that out. You okay. definitely could come with an afro, bro. Okay. It's something groovy, man. So if you go back and watch movies like Dirty Dancing yeah, yeah. or um, anything during that time period, you're going to get a sense of what I'm talking about. Okay. Man. okay. Um, it's it's luxury to the T. And we're mixing that with art and entertainment. So we have some bad uh, entertainers that are going to be performing. Um, we're also going to have a dance battle, man. Oh, that's what's up. So okay. imagine like okay. breaking, like uh, break dancing back in the day, how it was like two on two battles. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're going to do that same thing in this facility. And it's going to be a cash prize. We're going to give money away to the winner of the duo. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I can't be a part of the dance hey, battle. because I, I got too much shoulders for dance. Oh, I mean, get your rerun <laughs> on the pop lock and do all that, bro. Do that. Yeah. I cannot do that. So, all right. And then how can people get in touch? Because they may be interested yes. in your marketing yes. services. How to, um, one, not support. We want to, this is this is something we want to build up. Yes. Like this is from our community, things that we're doing. How can people get in touch with you on your marketing services? Um, well, you can hit me at uh, Bert the Bank on all social media. BirdCreativeMarketing.com is where I have all my marketing services. Um, and I didn't talk about this, but what I'm trying to move forward now is we've scaled all access to the point it is now. But eventually you scale up so big on one platform. Personally, I want to niche down. So when I say niche down, I want to work hand in hand with different visual artists and gotcha. creatives here in the city and provide the same um 
everything that I do that makes me me, I want to provide that for these individuals. So I want to get artists um, seen. I want to get the artwork in restaurants, real estate spots. I want to get the artwork in galleries. Yeah. I want to be the representation, their management to take them to the next level. Because, I mean, my platform with all access is for emerging creatives. Yeah. And I, and I feel like I'm going to be in business forever just because in my mind and my theory is every day somebody wakes up and decides that they want to be a creator without question or somebody yeah. decides that they want to be an artist and you got to start somewhere. Why not start with all access? So when you're starting with all access, I take you through the journey. You learn about how to set up your table. You learn about your selling tactics and techniques. You learn customer service, networking, everything that I talk about. On, on, on yeah. other situations Networking yeah, yeah. yeah Everything that I talk about um, Separately in my workshop But I want to be That for these artists And help them grow And scale And reach their goals So if I can do that man I feel like I'm in a good place Nah man That sounds good And then So management I mean you wearing A lot of hats Cause yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I I want to summarize it For people But I feel like I won't even do it justice yeah. But, but, but go it's, ahead But it's all in the same realm That's what I was gonna you know ask okay. So it's nothing I'm not about to go Be so an auto mechanic I'm So not your about to niche be a doctor. Yeah. is Creatives Creatives My niche is creatives Art and entertainment Okay And I feel like There's artists Written all throughout that Okay You know what I'm saying So And you also um, Do you do artwork yourself mm-hmm. I know that your wife may also do our work. Like, are y'all a team when it comes to that as well? Because you also creative and talented yourself. Yeah. So tell people a little bit about that before we wrap. Um, I started off doing uh, a lot of artwork. I ran with this group called Basic Art back in the day. And we used to paint like hand painted shirts on T-shirts. So we did that for a long time, man. So that's where I developed the love for art. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And then okay. I also I also knew from a young age that I wanted to one day own an art gallery. And that's my ultimate goal. And I'm going to have that gallery here soon. Um, but I want to have an ultimate gallery for artwork that I like. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want something of my own to where I can put my people on, my community, and be that staple and pillar uh, for everybody. So um, as far as my artwork today, I do a lot of digital work. So I do a lot of stuff on the computer from designs to websites. I kind of stray away from logos just because it's, yeah, you know how logos I know are how with logos people, are. bro. Yeah. Like you, You're never going to be happy with no. your logo. <laughs> people think that you need something that's over the top. Yeah. Really simple is key. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Nike. It's a check mark. It's a check mark, man. It's literally a check mark. And it means so much. And yeah. it's, it's one of the best to yeah. ever do it. <laughs> it's you know nothing else but a check mark. Yeah. McDonald's is the arch. You it's know an arch. It's something simple. <laughs> People think they need all kind of over the top stuff, man. I kind of got fed up. You know what I, and I usually it. tell people it's never about like even sets and things like that. People going to come to you for the product. Yeah. They are not coming to you for the visual. Now, the visual can bring them in. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have nothing behind the visual, then they're not going to stick around anyway. That's true. You know, like it, they, you have to have something that engages someone outside of just looking good. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not talking Instagram mm-hmm. and models and filters. No, for sure. We're talking about artwork conversations music things like that no one's hanging around just to look at you that's true like they would never watch this look at me <laughs> you're not watching this well look oh, at me man. hopefully we give you something that you can use so yeah. but but before we wrap right. tell the people where they can find you all that stuff again we want to make sure that you all tap in with them and then give them the information again on um the event you've got on september 16th let's start with the event okay september 16th is all access day uh studio four i mean studio 22 we were calling it studio 22 which is studio 54, 54. Yeah. A play on it um edition and it's going to be an amazing event man 
You can find tickets now at on Eventbrite or allaccessartshow.com. It'll take you straight to the link. Or you can go to All Access on Instagram and hit the link in bio. You can also find tickets there. Uh, so I would advise everybody and the moms to come to that event. It's going to be amazing. And just you don't want to be you don't want to have FOMO. You don't want to miss it. Um, personally, you can follow me all social media at Bird the Bank. B Y B Y. Make sure people understand it. Yeah. Bird the Bank, I'm giving out tips. Um, I do all kind of stuff on my social media to uh, advertise my services. And potentially, I want to give you something that you can use. Okay? He gives a lot of free games. Yeah, yeah. So if a you get the link in bio, man, you can schedule a consultation. There's so much stuff that we can talk about, man. Um, people ask me how I start monetizing on Instagram and stuff like that. I really got some simple keys. I don't know if we have time, but like I give stuff away all the time. Yeah. All the time. So it's like, hit me up personally. We can talk about it. We got we got a minute. Give one key before we leave. Um, okay, cool. If you're on social media, on Instagram per se. So reels are the big things Correct. on Instagram right now. People are monetizing off reels. Correct. Um, and if you, Instagram has to come to you and ask you, hey, do you want to monetize? We see that you're doing X amount of numbers. Yeah. Um, so the benefit for me, and this is like a little secret sauce, I don't really tell people, but for me on my all access page, you have you so let's go back. On Instagram, you have Brand pages, business pages, or in each page. And each page is like your baller alert or yeah, your shade exactly. room or something yeah. like that. You are a platform, just table talk and stuff in that industry. So all access, we are a platform for emerging creatives. So what I do is, hey, it's hard for us to come up with content. We it can't is. create content every, well, you can. We do. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Because we're me, doing content. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't have the studio, if you don't have the equipment, stuff like that, yeah. it's hard for you to create content every single day. So if I have an art and entertainment platform, what I do is I follow people on Instagram who do art and entertainment. I find what reels are trending right then. There's an app. The app's called the Repost app. Repost. I use the Repost app. I take the water. I use the paid version. Yeah. Um, with the paid version, you can take the watermark off. I drop that same reel that they posted that they got a couple thousand likes on. I repost it on my page. I give them credit at the bottom, like shout out to the artist or shout out to the musician, whoever. And then I say what I need to say in my caption, my copyright. And then I post Again, and I'm getting all the same engagement, the same likes, the comments, all that. Sometimes maybe more, more yeah, than yeah, the yeah, original yeah. person who posted you it. You definitely have ratioed I, a few. Yeah, yeah, but I covered all my bases. <laughs> yeah. I have content to repost, which is art or entertainment yep. base. If you follow my page, you want to see art, so I'm giving it to you. I shouted out the artist, yep. so I'm showing my respect. And half the time, they love it just because you of shouted course. them out. Yeah. Why would you not love somebody shouting you out? It didn't cost you nothing. And luckily, I'm able to monetize. Yeah, and that's that's a nah, win. That's free game. Win win for everybody. So it's free game. Yeah, that reels um, that reels thing. Them inviting you is so fraud to me. Yeah. Like, cause I I don't even know what the the number is for them to invite you Man. because I work with you know we work with a lot of creatives in this studio. Yeah. You'll have some that got invited at like two thousand followers. It's different, for and then some that's like they didn't get until ten thousand followers. Yeah. I don't know what Instagram is looking at. Man, the algorithm's always <laughs> changing, man. I try to yeah. stay, uh, I follow the f the founder of Instagram on uh, on Instagram. Instagram and yeah. I he posts like different stuff, like what they're rolling out. So I try to stay up to date, but I don't drive myself crazy. I just do what you I just can do. You do what you do, yeah. And yeah. Um, I seek the results, man, so. Well, brother, yeah. we got Bird Creative Marketing in the building. I, I mean, I don't like using people's government because I don't usually tell my government either. So yeah. he gave y'all his full <laughs> government and everything. He wants y'all to look him up on the DMV as well. Oh, man. Go, I, ain't, 
I ain't running from nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? I do good business. Keep a good face car. You can do hey, stuff like that. You can do that. stuff you like that for real. Straight, yeah. up, straight up. So this has been episode four sure. of Horseman Academy. Um, y'all tap in with him September 16th. You poor horseman might show up. Nah, He's gonna be there. You never sure. know. You know, sure you know, you never know what's going on. That's yeah. been episode four of Horseman Academy. We out. All right, thank you.